All right. I'll say it. Because Truman was too much of a pussy wimp to let MacArthur go in there and blow out those tummy bastards. Good answer. Good evening, everybody. I blew your eardrums up. Well, you can turn your uh, headphones down over there. I think it's the second one. Don't touch anything. No, is that better? Is it working? Yeah, hey, it's the Dave Just Got Podcast, everybody. How are you? It's Wednesday before Thanksgiving, and uh, I'm at the Just Got Compound. And I'm here with some very special guests this evening, as we did uh, last year on this exact day at this exact time, but in a different location. I'm here with my nieces and my sister, or as I call their mother, and uh, hi. That's my sister Beth, and here's Liza. Hi. And Dory. Hello. They're sharing a mic because uh, I'm incompetent. It's all my fault. But like the podcast, it's going to be an unbelievable show today. Remember, I promise a podcast every week, all the way until New Year's. And uh, this show is no exception. All right, let's uh, turn down the music a little bit and get down to business. And I talk this way throughout the entire podcast. hope that's okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, you don't mind? A lot of people uh-huh. don't like it. You know who doesn't like whatever I do? It is uh, Salita will be joining <laughs> us today as our fifth guest. <laughs> I think it's awesome. <laughs> well, uh, remember how you said when you, know, you listen to the podcast, but you've never seen it live and I mean this nothing is more exciting than what you're witnessing now the cat's actually sitting on the keyboard <laughs> the cat the who knew cat in the 88s <laughs> I have some coffee it's uh, no that must be nice I texted you and asked you if you wanted any I would love some coffee well, I don't know what you want me to do about that let's send Dory out well look I texted you if you don't get back to texting I mean there's nothing I can really do about that Is that better for everybody? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's uh, ten times better. I don't like when my guests are louder than I am. And essentially, I've got to watch that yellow light so I don't go to the red. Okay. Because, you know, when I listen to your podcast and then the, the girls on the podcast are like... I can't yeah, I know. I'm like, I can't, what? I can't hear me crazy. It. Yeah, it drives me crazy, too. So I think every... That's so funny. Thank you. That's what I keep saying. I keep asking Joe. And I'm like, Joe, isn't it, aren't the guests too low? And he's like, no, no, everything's fine. That guy doesn't know shit. Sorry, girls. Agreed. All right, I take that back because he listens to every podcast religiously, so I don't know that. <laughs> what I'm saying is, and now I found out Aunt Judy's listening as well, so try and be cool. All right, we'll be careful. Unfortunately, well, all I ever say is really good stuff about Aunt Judy. <laughs> well, there is nothing bad you could possibly say. No, there really isn't, and uh, we're all going to Aunt Judy's birthday party. We're all going to the Devil's Game. No? Who's not going? Dory's not going. No, nobody cares about that. But wow. Liza's going, right? I mean, Lindsay's going, right? Probably. Tell her. Tell no, him why. Dory, how come you can't go? Because I'm in college. Liza, tell him what you're doing. <laughs> I was just staring at her like, uh, they're like, why is he staring at me? I can't figure uh, out. Lindsay asked if I wanted to go to a Walking Dead convention. Wait, night. you're not going? No, I think I am. But, oh. it cause, but maybe not. I don't know. Say it again. Uh-uh. Wait, I, I'm staring. Wait, wait. You're not, boy, Andrew's going to be very disappointed. And I'm sorry, that's fine. I mean, if you want to break her heart after all the days she came over and changed your diaper and babysat you and was just the best aunt ever, if you want to let her down like that, I mean, I don't care. Okay. That's fine with me. Just for a couple of zombies, that just ain't right. 
I know you like The Walking Dead, but I don't understand. Why does Lindsay always have stuff to do when I have something going on? I don't know. That she always invites you to something much more festive. No, normally she's away and we invite her to something more festive. America's Got Talent. She couldn't go. Oh, yeah. Why couldn't she go? She had to drop Carly off at college. Carly. Carly. What is she, a sophomore now? Yeah, she just came home yesterday. And Dory, you're a freshman at Rutgers. We talk about it all the time on the show. Wow, that's really exciting. Isn't it, though? So exciting. Yeah. You got to talk into the mic, though. I mean, so if you're going to. I mean, I know it's uh, Sarah, but say okay. something now. Yeah, that's much better. Everybody wants to hear what you have to say. I mean, you're a college girl. You. Everybody's curious at what a college girl has to say. Okay. Everybody's curious about what a high school girl has to say. I know. <laughs> Dory keeps taking the mic. I know. I'm sorry. I, I, I got it. I gotta get another mic. I I never have any guests anymore. I'm or always by myself. We just have to kick Dory out. Well, I got no problem with that. I mean, if you guys, Dory, how do you feel I about that? So offended. Dory, I'm glad you have the headphones on because uh, Dory and I actually this Friday went to see, as I told you last week, Gary Goldman at the Stress Factory in New Brunswick, and he was amazing. He was really really good. Here's um, I got this one for you, which I think I know you're gonna love. Not allowed to say the name, of course, but it added up to 18. And did you hear that part? Because I stopped from the. No. Ending. Here, listen to this. I know you'll like it. I worked at a convenience store. I'm not allowed to say the name, of course, but it added up to 18. And. <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> I knew you would. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah. What is it? 7 Eleven. Nice! Isn't that funny? He said he worked at a. Yeah, I know you don't have any headphones. <laughs> he said he worked at a convenience store. I'm not allowed to say what it is, but it added up to 18. <laughs> <laughs> He's really good. That's Let's really funny. funny. <laughs> the crowd gets it. <laughs> yeah, Liza, wasn't it subtraction day the other day? It, it's, uh, Take the mic. It's subtraction day tomorrow. Thanksgiving. Tomorrow. Let's see if David can figure out why it's subtraction day. Why is it subtraction this is day? It's going to be good for me. Um, because there are less turkeys on the planet. The stupidest uh, answer I've ever heard in my <laughs> life. Um, better off saying nothing. <laughs> you know what? For you know, for such a young girl, you really. Um, all right, let me think. Subtraction day. What does that mean? I have no idea. I have no idea. Think about like the know. actual date, like November. Oh, like what's like eleven one, one two six eleven. Does it matter that the actual date because the date changes there? Oh, eleven twenty six is subtraction day. Why? I don't know. I'm bad at this kind of stuff. Do you get why? I didn't even yeah. get the 18 thing. Oh, wait, wait. Let Dory say it then. Because you're... Cause 11, because it's the fif- 2015. So 11, 26 minus 11 is 15. And that's why it's subtracted. But that's only in Europe because we go 11, 26. Wait, what? So yeah, it close enough. Make any sense. I still no, don't get it. You know how bad I am at adding and subtracting? November 26 is 11, 26. So you do 26 minus 11. That's 15. But that's backwards. Shush, really. It's subtraction day. <laughs> <laughs> so happy subtraction day. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. On Thanksgiving. Today is nothing. There's no day today. I preferred Back to the Future Day. That was a lot more fun. Oh, yeah. And speaking of which, um, I wasn't sure what we were doing today. So I wasn't sure who was showing up. Um, my brother-in-law <laughs> was supposed to be here. So I had some uh, trivia for him. But I had trivia for both of you girls. Uh-oh. I have some did back- not go well last time. Yeah. Yeah, but I have Back to the Future trivia this time. Oh, okay. I'm, I got this. Okay, no, you don't. I got yeah, it. Yeah, I do. Oh, good. Okay, so I did Here the right go. thing. Wait, hold on. Let me get to it. Just Let's get right to it. Um, I have to Excellent. find it. I also had Little Women trivia for Billy. Aw. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I had to go see uh, 
my nephew in a production, an eighth grade production of Little Women, um, you don't have Saturday, to and it was a it was a goddamn nightmare. <laughs> I sorry. I mean, he was really good, but it it was boring. He was good. The girls were so hot. I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, they were dressed in like what I like to call modern dress. And as I say, by the way, um, when I'm doing the Godfather thing at the Village Underground, it is now changed to Monday, the 25th, and. Um, I just heard from Sarah Silverman. I think she might either play Kay Adams or at least do a set. That's a really good get. Monday, January 25th is the big... The big Godfather show. It's going to be unbelievable. There's going to be lots of people involved. It's going to be talking like this. It's clearly not for you girls. Are you staring <laughs> at me like I'm from Mars? Um, so I don't know what to say. All right. Um, here we go with Back to the Future trivia. You ready? Yeah. yeah. How late are the clocks at Doc's place at the start of the movie? <laughs> 30 minutes, 20 minutes, 25 minutes, or 15 minutes? 15 minutes. Yeah, it was 20 minutes. You would be incorrect there, 25 minutes. Darn it. I was, and then you would end it with a five. That was a lot. What know. does Doc build the time machine out of? What kind of car? A DeLorean. That's correct. Yeah. Who did Doc steal the platinum from? Bel- no, it's the Libyans. That's Libyans? exactly right, but yeah. you, it's good that you were saying the Belgium because they're <laughs> hiding out some really out <laughs> criminals and we hate the Libyans as well. What makes time travel possible? The, the time capacitor. The, time flux, the capacitor. flux capacitor. What did you call the time capacitor? The time flux capacitor. That's what he says. No, he doesn't. Yes, yeah, he does. I don't think it's just yeah, called the flux I don't capacitor. Think you know it's what you're the time flux about. capacitor. It's what makes time travel possible. What's in your coffee? Milk. Do you want some? No. Why were you asking? That was so random. You just killed the Because music. you saw um, the thing and you thought there was something else in there? No, I was checking if it was like sugar and stuff and I could have some. Well, why don't you put some sugar in it? Do you want me to make you some coffee? It, it doesn't bother me doing that. I do this in the podcast on a daily basis when I'm talking to Selena. No, I like half and half. I know so you do. I got my doorman half and be, half. It's not going to be, yeah. It's not going to work for me. All right. That was totally worth it. <laughs> um, what was Doc hanging on the bathroom wall when he slipped and hit his head on the basin? Uh-oh. I don't was know. he hanging a cabinet, a picture, a clock, or a mirror? A mirror. The answer is a clock. Darn it, I was going to say clock. At least we're like the same for everything. That is like What consistent. song does Marty play at the Enchantment Under the Sea dance? Johnny Be Good. That's I correct. That. Yeah, but you got it right first. Yeah, true. What song does... I said that already. Lorraine in the cafeteria in 1955 says, Get your blank off of me. Hands. Get your paws. What are you, in Planet of the Apes? I don't know. Get your dirty <laughs> paws off of me. <laughs> Wait, that reminds me of... Uh, Wait, oh crap, I had it. Oh, damn. Here it is. I am not this deliverer you fear. It's Moses. It would take more than a man to lead the slaves from bondage. Filthy paws off of me, you (laughs) damn dirty. Uh, She says, Meat hooks. That's what I said. You said that? Yeah, she said that. Well, you don't have a microphone. Yeah, take the mic when you know it. What tape does Marty put in his tape player before blasting George's ears? Van Halen. That's right. What does it actually say on it? What does what actually say on what? What does the tape actually say? They never talk about this, but it actually says Edward Van Halen, which I always thought was weird. I thought they had some sort of deal because technically it's his guitar riff, but it's weird that it says it. I always thought that was weird when I first saw the movie, you know, before you children were born. 
1985 that he had to put Edward Van Halen. He put Edward on the top of the corner. Why doesn't George want to ask Lorraine to the un- Enchantment Under the Sea dance? He's scared. Nope. Is that an answer? Well, you're right, but he... Well, no, he's going with his sister. He wants to ask another girl. He will miss science fiction theater, or yeah. he has to go to Florida. That he's going to miss science fiction theater. How were you able to guess it out of those other clues? <laughs> when Old Man Peabody shoots... Which was my stage name back in the 30s. Uh, shoots at Marty when he is escaping in the time machine, he misses. What does he shoot? The pine tree. I don't know. No, no, no the telephone. No, the is. mailbox. That's right. The mailbox is okay. the correct answer. Okay. His car does hit the pine tree, though. Yeah. He's got the lone, lone pine, pine wall. What time does the lightning strike the clock tower? 10.04. Oh. She's right. Yeah. <laughs> How long does Marty say he will give himself to warn Doc in 1985 that he's Ten minutes. That's exactly correct. Wow. <laughs> that was good. Which future mayor do you see in the cafe in 1955? Ronald Reagan. Reagan. Oh, no, wait, no, no, sorry. I didn't mean a, that. I didn't mean oh that. I didn't God. mean it. Can you just ask a question no, again? I wasn't paying attention. It's, it's like Goldie. He's the black one. I don't know. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Man, Goldie Wilson. The microphone if you know it. Uh, it's Goldie Wilson. And the best part is, do you know John Mayer, the singer? Yeah. Well, he was at the Comedy Cellar like about a year ago. And he was really funny. Sometimes he gets on stage with Attell and Jeff Ross. And he's pretty funny, actually, which is the worst part, because he's handsome and he plays the guitar, and now he's replaced Jerry Garcia, and he's, like, so cool that he's actually funny on stage, which is, like, really annoying for the rest of us. Mm-hmm. So one of the uh, the guy who mops up the floor at the comedy cellar comes in, and he's wearing the white hat and the white outfit, and he, he just goes from the stage, Man, Goldie Wilson! <laughs> and nobody else recognized it except me, and it was, like, really funny. And it just kills you that that guy's funny, too. What does Lorraine say kissing Marty is like? Kissing her brother. That's correct. In 1955, what does one of Biff's mates wear over his eyes? Sunglasses. No, like a visor thing. Close. I don't know. What kind of glasses? Oh, I know. Oh, 3D glasses. That's right. 3D glasses is (laughs) correct. That is it. Nice. Was that fun? Yeah, Yeah, it was fun. It's all right, man. All right. Good. Now, let's see. Where were we? I had topics for everybody. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, first I had... Uh, all right, let's, uh, let's break it out. Let's let this... We're all here. Have you heard about uh, Starbucks and what happened with their Christmas stuff? Yes. Oh, yes. How do you feel about that? All right, let's start with the kids first. Now, these kids are half Jewish and half Catholic. No, I'm sorry. They're half Jewish and half Italian. They were brought up on mozzarella. <laughs> How are you? A little Danny Vermont early in the morning. Um... I, I'm going to start because oh, I okay. saw on Good Morning America that they showed the red cup and that there was controversy. So I assumed that people were saying it was too Christmassy <laughs> and, and it was the opposite. It was the opposite? Oh, you're saying it wasn't Christmassy enough. Well, that's I thought, thinks. right. They were say saying lies? that's what everyone thinks. Right. People were mad because it wasn't Christmassy enough. I thought people were angry because That's it was I too Christmassy. Too. So in my oh, world, I thought they, no, they the are mad because it was too Christmassy. No, no. they're mad because it's not Christmassy enough. Are you sure? Because oh my gosh, she doesn't even know what he's talking about. No, 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 no. Wait a second. <laughs> because there's a whole bunch of stuff that's happening where they're trying to take away Christmas. Now, the Staten Island Correct. Mall, they've just taken the tree out of the mall and put it in the parking lot, and people are furious. 
And Donald Trump says, "Why stop stealing our Christmas and let it ride? And you know, why are you taking away?" So that's what I thought Starbucks was doing by doing no. the, by just making it red, and it wasn't Christmas enough. They're taking it away. Starbucks, right? And people were angry that yeah, they were taking it take, away. Right, right, I know, but when about. I saw the cup. I thought people are angry because it was a Christmas cup. Because to me, red and green is Christmas. So yeah. I I was mistaken. I thought people were angry because it was too Christmassy. But people were oh, angry because oh, it see. wasn't Christmas. No, no, right, right, right. in my no, world, that's what I'm trying to, everything's we're all saying, too Christmassy. <laughs> you're, but meanwhile, you married a Christmassy. I know. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so Beth married a guy that's not Jewish. But Beth is the, uh, you know, the... the, the president of the Jews uh, when she needs to be um, which is not good for the kids who hate being bar mitzvahed and uh, even though she's demanding they go back after their bar mitzvahs Billy loves it <laughs> that was Billy was the one where um, of course I did that scene from the uh, Ten Commandments I am not this deliverer you fear <laughs> that's what I was doing at Billy's uh, yeah we just got the video know. they were watching I didn't see it though I it wasn't as good watching in a video I saw it, it wasn't oh yes as, it was you think so I, I, I feel wanna, like I want to see it I didn't see in it in my mind he wrestled me to the ground and told me to stop <laughs> now that's what I've told people the rabbi has done but when watching it it's not as festive I mean he definitely but, says but you to can't stop. like see his eyes when you were there and like you saw his eye he was so mad I know he was so mad what yeah. a dick I hate that guy so much but I had a friend come up to me and say what is wrong with your rabbi? He was so rude to your mother and your brother. So yeah. obviously Dana? people are... No. Oh, because he was uh, mad at her too. Boobalicious. Oh, boobalicious. Yeah, I've been playing Candy Crush with her. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. What the... Meow. <laughs> <laughs> she just got like up. Freaked I out. Where are you planning on going? Now she's right in my computer. Oh, I got to brush her. I'll All do right, it. So she's going to fall. Are you leaving or... <laughs> she wants her call. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't. Oh, oh! All right. Ah, now I got some room. Now I got some room to work with here. Uh yeah. That's the thing, right? So you got the. Um, they're taking away Christmas now. The thing is, you know, um, Andrea Pfizer, who's a, a columnist in the New York Post, and she's Jewish, and she, you know, everybody. I think most of the Jews. You said you were complaining because it wasn't Christmassy enough, right? No. No, you hate right. Okay, but most <laughs> most normal Jewish people don't have a problem with it because we get that it's Christmas and that's the way it is. Now, downstairs in this building and every building, they have a menorah downstairs. I don't find that necessary until it's Hanukkah. Correct. Which is next Sunday. So that actually bothers me. Me too. I've obviously, I have no problem with them having a Christmas tree. What do I care? And it's fun and it's festive. And quite frankly, they... Um, the Staten Island Mall, they got rid of... Uh, I'm just... There's a bunch of malls that are doing... They got rid of Santa. Or, or they keep charging for Santa. Santa. Well, who cares? For what purpose? For religious beliefs? Where is Santa in the Bible? It doesn't make sense to get rid of him because if you're Jewish, you just walk right by him. I don't like it when they sing songs at schools and every kid has to participate and sing Christmas music because everybody Christmas says music Christmas is, is an American holiday. Well, you it's not an American holiday. <laughs> It's yes. a religious, it's a highly religious holiday. And everybody says, keep Christ in Christmas. But yep. then they turn around and say, everybody should celebrate it. So I don't understand what, what everybody means. Because it's fun. Those are your kids. 
You happy about that? You happy what you've done to your mother? You have a Christmas no. tree in your house. You can't come over. Are you happy with yourself? Are you happy with yourself? No, I that am not. What you always say, you know, you're saying all this stuff, and I'm with you 100. percent I get it. But then you know, you you don't keep kosher completely, and you don't, and you have the Christmas tree. I mean, how can you be? You can't be both. I I've really always, we've can't always talked be, about this. but I can't help it. You can't help it. Yeah. Well, listen, we were brought up in a very strict house by uh, Rabbi Norman Strickman. Um, <laughs> and my sister and I were brought up in a very strict kosher house, at least after 1972. Right. When, after the shrimp. Right. After our mother stopped cooking bacon. Now, I've said this on the show a hundred times. You can't make bacon and then take it away. You really you can't, can't do it. It's, it's rude to do to people. It's not right. Agreed. Yeah. Bacon's awesome. Bacon's awesome, right? I don't like bacon. I love bacon. You don't like eating, so I can't listen to you. <laughs> she likes plain hamburgers. That's it. Plain hamburgers. Chicken parm. Do you even like ketchup? I love ketchup. All right, but and what do you? What's your favorite drink? Water. Right. So we went to the comedy club on Friday, and what'd you have? Water. <laughs> and what'd you get to take home? Water. <laughs> <laughs> and the, even though there was a two-drink minimum, what'd you have? I had two waters. Nice. <laughs> Fortunately, there was a two-item minimum, so we were able to get it. What did you eat when we were there? We ordered half of the menu because none of the people she was – well, they're all young, so they can't drink. Do the Havelock brothers drink? I mean, well, if they – One if of they, them only drinks water also. No, but I'm saying do they drink alcohol? Uh, yeah. I think it's not a – it's no big deal. I'm just saying. I mean, no, they're not 21. Nobody's listening. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, nobody's li- – uh, No, she's right. Uh, but all right, so – and what about that other girl? Um yeah, Amanda. Amanda, hug and kiss. <laughs> hey, Amanda. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hi, Amanda. Oh, yeah, I get it. I think I don't know whether I ever told you this before, but um, my nephew has this friend, and his name is Jake, and he's in the fo- he's in our football pool, and um, his voice was changing, or so he thought. So this um, September or August, before he went to school, he sent all the girls in the class a separate video explaining to them that there's going to be a lot of changes and the video is one of the greatest videos I've ever seen in my life and um, Sarah and I were laughing about this for for, for days um, because he's just going and his voice is still high like hey Amanda it's me Jake listen you're going to be seeing a lot of changes uh, as you can see my voice is changing I'm starting to grow abs I got some pubic hairs um, or maybe not that last part but um, it's just really funny because he's saying his voice is changing but clearly it was not and he's or and he's putting on a show to pretend Hey, Amanda, <laughs> it's me, Jake. And so at the bar mitzvah, just before I got off stage after my unbelievable reading of the Torah, I said, hey, Amanda, <laughs> because we all know what oh, that yeah, means. Yeah, Daddy so. didn't even know that you did that. Like, he, he, <laughs> oh, he, he saw did. it on the tape? Yeah, he just saw it on the tape. Like, had no idea that you said that. <laughs> yeah, well, I figured at that point, let's go for broke, right? That rabbi already hates me. Yeah. I couldn't believe he didn't wrestle me to the ground. And it's funny, like I said, when I was sitting there waiting, knowing what I was going to do, your mother gave me the okay to do it, you know, and Billy as well. Um, I said to myself, I wonder if he's going to physically touch me and hurt me, you know, and, and stop me. It's worth it. Because he would, oh, it's totally worth it. I'm just saying, I wonder if he's going to, because my whole life I've come up with of guys like that before. And everything I do to make people angry is premeditated mostly, you know, <laughs> unless sometimes when I really don't understand, I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> but mostly it's premeditated and I know I'm going to be a dick and, you know, you either reap the benefits of being hilarious or you don't. suffer the consequences of being a complete douchebag. <laughs> and I've certainly run the gamut of both. Um, but you can see this guy was a dick and I've come up with guys like this all my life in high school and college. There's always been guys in authority positions which you can see they don't want any answers because they think they're funny 
or they think they're in charge and they don't want any. It, it, it's hard to believe. He definitely thinks he's funny, and that's the kind of guys you can see right away. You guys didn't have him because you went to a different temple because your mother moved you out after um, what happened in the last temple, and I apologize again. Right. <laughs> we had to leave because of Uncle David again. <laughs> and again, I apologize. I mean, how many times can I apologize for this? <laughs> but it's just funny when I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, I know this guy. I, I know these kind of guys. And I was very worried that he was going to do it, but I, I was surprised that he stopped me. I was surprised, but not totally surprised. But yeah, he just put a stop. Can you imagine putting a stop to somebody reading from the Torah? It's like so ridiculous. Well, everybody was laughing so loud, and he's like, Billy has to explain the Torah portion later, and nobody's listening because they're having too good a time. How does Billy have to explain it if I'm reading it in English? I wasn't reading it in Hebrew. I was explaining the Hebrew part. Who yeah. is this guy? That's a very good question. That's right. And everyone you. was listening because it was so funny. But that's the thing. Everybody it was, was listening. the only were... part people listened to. Nobody yeah, because everybody yeah. usually gets up there and they go like, okay. And Jacob said to Moses, and Moses came down. And that's the way they talk because they're nervous and they're not whatever. So doing something like that, it did make people listen. Like you'd think maybe if he really thought about it, he'd be like, you know, I should have more people. Uh, I should really call that kid and do it. He should come every Saturday. Which would be great. I should really have my own congregation. You really should. I mean, I've certainly slept with enough rabbis that. I mean, <coughs> hold on a second. He means female rabbis. Right, female rabbis, way. people, after last week's uh, episode. Oh, by the way, after last. I was listening to last week's episode as I ought to do before I um, uh, do uh, another podcast. I We were talking about um, AIDS. Because everybody's saying that I have AIDS because I went to Charlie Sheen's house. Because mm. um, I sat on his couch. You know? <laughs> um, and we were talking about that. And then we were talking about actors who, in the past, weren't allowed to come out of the closet because it would ruin their careers. So we were talking about the dad from the Brady Bunch, uh, who was really gay. I mean, super gay. Um, and what a dick he was because uh, you know I, I played a clip from when they they had like a reenactment of the Brady Bunch and he was like a dick he hated that role which he would never get I mean what a tremendous actor he was so angry and drunk half the time you would never know if you're watching that show you guys have seen the Brady Bunch right? yeah yeah you love it right? I mean he's such a perfect dad he's good looking he's cool and then apparently he was just such a dick because he hated doing the show he was like oh you should be doing Shakespeare and I pointed out I'm like well why don't you just do this and take your paycheck and be famous enough to mount your own Shakespeare production, jerk off. Um, and there's a thing where he's in front of the kids being drunk. He's like, whoa, whoa, it isn't Sherwood Schwartz, which is the producer of the show. And I'm like, and they all said like, oh, the kids, he loved the kids, he loved the kids. And I'm like, well, if he loved them so much, why would he act like that? In front? Cindy must be like, what, eight? And he's acting like an ass in front of her. Anyway, he died of AIDS. And then this guy, Rock Hudson, who you've never heard of, was apparently, even before our time me and your mom uh like a really big ladies man in the movies and he does a scene uh i'll show you because this is really interesting and i'd like your thoughts do i have it or did i oh i put it away i want to bring it up again because it's from this movie called pillow talk and it's him and doris day maybe you heard her name maybe from greece or something yeah. like that <laughs> um yeah he uh here it is now, in the movie, he pretends to be gay in 1950s gay, you know, where you can't just be like, hey, everybody, <laughs> uh, like 1950s gay, where he's pretending to be gay 
so this woman will kind of attack him. He's like doing this kind of a joke. And here's the kind of stuff he says. Do you remember that gal I told you about, Jan? The best of a worm like me. About what? Your Western gentleman. He turned out to be a prairie wolf, didn't he? Mr. Allen, this may come as a shock to you, but there are some men who don't end every sentence with a proposition. Oh, come on. You mean he didn't try to get you up to his hotel room? Yes, he took me to his hotel room. Uh-huh. He showed me Central Park, and then we left. And nothing else? Nothing. Hmm. Oh, by the you know what he showed her? No. Central Perk. Hmm. <laughs> That's even worse than I thought. Worse? What do you mean worse? Oh, well, uh... Must I spell it out? Either you're not telling the truth, or, uh... Or what? Or what? Well, there are some men who just, uh... Well, they're very devoted to their mothers. You know, the type that likes to uh, collect cooking recipes or exchange bits of gossip. Ooh, what a vicious thing to say. Well, I hope I'm wrong, but, uh... Don't you think you'd better make sure? So... That's what he's saying a gay guy does, right? No, the worst part about this, I played this last week. I'm like, oh, my God, I just did all this today. <laughs> Not only did I talk to my mother about Hanukkah and what we were going to do for Hanukkah, but then I actually that day downloaded a recipe that I saw online. I was like, oh, my God, this looks good for it. It's amazing. <laughs> and they, he says collects fabric or something like that. It's ridiculous, right? So then I was thinking to myself, can you imagine, first of all, the guy like that, he's gay. He can't tell anybody. And he's got to sit there and be insulted right. by the script and by the people and be like, don't you? So there would be like me, like, let's say the Nazis won the war and I'm an actor, you know, in Germany and I can't tell anybody I'm Jewish. So I have to write these things like, well, maybe he's of Jewish persuasion. <laughs> have you noticed that he might like money or has a really <laughs> big nose or breathes through his nose like heavily? Like, can you imagine? I'd have to say those kind of lines or like, you know, he's just ugly and gross. Like, that's, that would that would be the, what I would, they would make me say. Like, he's got to say that. Like, can you imagine how insulting that is? That sounds terrible. Yeah. It's so sad. It's, it is sad. It's funny. Um, and it, a lot of guys got to do it. I was pointing out that Neil Patrick Harris is finally the one guy that, like, can actually, the only person ever who has made an <clears throat> unbelievable transformation, especially if you've seen Gone Girl, where he completely plays Sorry. a straight guy and everyone knows he's gay. And it's working. You see through it. You don't, you don't see through it. I mean, you're, you're good with it. And nobody else, because, you know, the, t Tom Cruise, John Travolta, they probably are gay. If they come out, their careers are done. Even yeah. at this late age. What are you going to say? No, I was just going to say. Talking like, to the mic. Like, that's so true with Neil Patrick Harris, that he's gay. And it's he's amazing, right? He always plays someone completely straight. And it doesn't matter. So uh, here, here's uh, the thing, though. So, Rock, so your grandpappy, our father, told us many years ago that Rock Hudson was gay. We thought he was stupid. But he, I guess in the army or something, he had seen him with this guy, Jim No, Neighbor. it was at the opera. Oh, at the opera? Was that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> That's even funny. Now who's gay? I don't think he was with Jim Neighbors, though, but he, Daddy saw him at the opera, and he said his story is that all the women were like, oh, my God, it's Rock Hudson. And then he comes in with a, another man on, you know, with him on hey. his arm. Right. And Daddy said every everybody knew there that he was gay, and, you know, they just left him alone, but... Yeah. Um, I come in with another man on my arm all the time. In fact, tonight when we're going to Quality Italian, uh, my date is Jeff Ross. So, but I'm bum. I mean, do you think all the women are going to be like, oh my God, it's Jeff Ross. He's so hot. No, no, I don't. Uh, 
No offense, though. I'll tell you something about Jeff Ross. Jeff Ross, Jeff Ross, I was at the comedy show last Tuesday. Jeff Ross bought in one of the hottest girls I've ever seen, and she was so pretty. And, you know, it's funny. You just see him on stage, and he's really funny and everything, but he doesn't, he's just dressed in a T-shirt. He doesn't care. I try so hard to at least look slimming. You know, like I try to wear shirts that will not show off my belly. Obviously, I have a big belly, and yeah, yeah. I'm... <laughs> no, you're supposed to say, I'll stop you when I disagree with something you're saying. <laughs> um, but I, I try. I, I, I try. He doesn't even care. It's fascinating. I'm fascinated with guys like that. I mean, it's, it's the best way to be. I remember a couple of girls, they, they were dating Mark Cohen. Remember our good friend I Mark Cohen, remember. the comedian? He's still one of the funniest guys ever. Ever. I mean, he can make me laugh at the drop of a hat. I mean, he's just so funny. And for all the wrong reasons, you know, like just like that, he's just all the old school stuff. He tweeted the other day. He said, um, "Boy, I, I or something like I can't believe my material still works from 1985." So I, I don't know. I'm doing it wrong. But um, remember, he came up with the best, greatest video of all time before there was YouTube or before there was anything. He came up with that video. I think I told you girls about it, where um, he, it was called the what was it, Beth? The School of Acting on the Phone. Do you remember this one? Oh, yeah, Phone. I saw it. He was calling the school. He did it once. He's done it again where it's on YouTube. You can see it. It didn't, never came out as good as the first time. He's making a call to a school of acting so you can be an actor on the phone, phone acting. So he's like, um, yes, hi. I'd like to sign up for your classes. Oh, well, yes, that would be, well, just one, just me. And how many would that be? Oh, I see. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Do you understand what I'm doing? <laughs> You're Do you phone get the acting. Jokes? Yeah, I'm phone acting. Do you ever see actors when they're talking on the phone yeah. and it's like obviously they're not talking to anybody? So he did a video where he's going to a class for that. Oh, that's so funny. It is funny, right? Yeah. And he was so funny and he was so perfect. Remember how funny that was? I don't think no. I've ever laughed. You don't remember? I do not remember. <laughs> really? Oh. I guess it wasn't that funny. I don't remember anything. Uh, oh, I remember well, you showing me. Yeah, it was so funny because it's it just really so... It's something you don't think of when somebody's <laughs> on the phone and you have to like talk to the country like, uh-huh, okay, well, we'll be there around five. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no, right. I mean, all that's nothing. That was good. Thank you, thank you. You can see the girls don't care at all. You should teach that class. I should teach that class. It's ridiculous that I don't. Anyway, uh, Mark Cohen would get girls uh, and he was so hairy and the girls would tell me that they're like they liked him because he just didn't give a shit. He would go in the pool. His he looked. He always would say uh, there was a protesting that goes a fur is murder. And he's like, lady, that's my back. Um, and the girls just like because they're like he didn't give a shit, and that was the key. You know, he owned it, and that's the key. Uh, anyway, so last week we we're talking about Rock Hudson, and we're talking about. Uh, Jim Neighbors and I said that I remember this clip I couldn't believe he was dating Jim Neighbors you know this guy is kind of gross <laughs> and this Rock Hudson gorgeous man and I found I said I remember a clip from SCTV with Dave Thomas playing Jim Neighbors doing that fake singing right. ah, I did when I'm calling you <laughs> and um, and then it was really funny because clearly he Dave Thomas the actor was nervous that he couldn't do the Jim Neighbors voice so they changed it by saying actually it's Fred Travelina everybody the great impression <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I found the clips and here it is you 
He's actually, they're doing the Andy Griffin Griffith show, but they're do, called the Merv Griffith show, so it's Merv Griffin <laughs> doing it. And they, and so that's uh, him playing Jim Neighbors, but here, but here. Go where pie. Golly, Sergeant, this is the best surprise party I ever had. Doesn't he sound like Gomer? Fred Travelina is with us. <laughs> There's no reason for him to... Doesn't he sound like Gomer? Fred Travelina's with us. There's no reason to do that. He can just say, Gomer Piles or Jim Neighbors is with us. It's He was so nervous that he had it. Everybody was so good in that cast. They, um, you know... Uh, Eugene Levy is in it, and Catherine O'Hara, and John Candy. So good. Yeah, and uh, just in this particular sketch, they're they're amazing. I'm a little worried about Opie, though. I'm supposed to go fishing with him. Yes, Merv. Well, you can see he doesn't do the voice very good. <laughs> Golly! But uh, anyway, he does the best he can. They we, have no idea what you're. Talking I know, about. I know. Well, I'm doing this for the uh, you know for the fans. I'm doing the air quotes. Fans. I have a couple. This Friday, David Tellers at Caroline's. And uh, Friday, Saturday, tonight, Friday, Saturday. And then we're going to go see him at the Stress Factory next Friday. And, okay, here's something. Well, you know what? As long as we're here, let's, uh, I bought another piece of paper. Would you like to do trivia from the movie Grease? I would. Sure. You guys like that one, right? Yeah. I'm totally going to rock this. All right. And, of course, before we do, let's play the clip. Sandy! Teddy? What are you, what are you doing here? I, I, I thought you were going back to Australia. We had a change of plan. Okay. <laughs> well, that's cool, baby. I mean, you know how it is. Rocking and rolling and whatnot. Danny? <laughs> that's my name. Don't wear it out. What's the matter with you? <laughs> What's the matter with me, baby? What's the matter with you? <laughs> what happened to the Danny Circle I met at the beach? Well, I do not well, know. I do not know. I mean, maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe there's two of us, right? Why don't you take out a missing persons ad? Uh, so uh, <laughs> try the yellow pages. I don't know. You're a fake and a phony, and I wish I'd never laid eyes on you. Whoa. And then he's almost in tears. Like, he's so upset that he uh, had to do that. He did seem kind of sad. And, you know, you know, my favorite. You know, uh, who did he have I to know. do that in front of? Duty. <laughs> Duty. I was watching Grease 2 this week. Great movie. What's the matter with you? I, You know what? Michelle Pfeiffer is so, so beautiful. So pretty. Oh, my God. So beautiful. That's why I watch it. There's like, there's camera angles that are just We're amazing. We're going to score tonight. We're going to score. You know what? Your mom and I just Let's found out. Let's do it for our We country. both left the movie. When yeah. it came out in the theaters, <laughs> we both walked out. It's the only wow. movie I've ever walked out of. Me too. So bad. No, that's not true. I walked out on Million Dollar Baby. Really? Yes. Oh, I never I saw that. I could not believe what was going on. I'm like, I'm out. The Clint Eastwood movie? Correct. So that's two. Grease 2. <laughs> like, Million Dollar Baby. Didn't that win the Oscar for Best Picture? It was awful. <laughs> it's kind of the opposite. Like It was not bad acting. The movie was just awful. All right, well, let's do some Grease trivia. Now, you, now you know the movie, right? Yeah. Liza, right? I know Dory knows it. I wasn't sure if Liza knows it. You know it really well, right? And you know all my theories about it as well, right? Oh, yeah. Duty. Who's afraid of a guy named Duty? Do you think that I would ever have to try and be cool in front of a guy named Duty when... Or Putsy. Putsy, Sonny, Duty, and those guys are idiots and they're ugly 
And John Travolta is so handsome and cool, and he's so nervous that he's going to look stupid um, because the Pink Ladies are the ugliest girls I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. And I like I've always said, Stalker Channing was my age right now. So... <laughs> For him to like Olivia Newton-John, who might have been the prettiest girl I've ever seen at that time, what the, f- the hell? I mean, it's just, what? what's the matter with it? It doesn't make sense. It, it just make makes sense. you angry. Sense. I mean, I think when they did the play, at least those guys were probably... Better looking? Better looking, right? <laughs> They're theater know. guys. They're probably really gay. You know? I mean, <laughs> Duty is the one that does, does the mooning song, right? And he, I think he was supposed to be pretty heavy. Is that right? With Jan... Jam was supposed Steve to be heavy. So. I mean, that's the way it's written. Yeah. So. Oh well. Um, hold on a second. I have something here. Here. Is it? Yeah. Now you know they're uh, NBC's doing the Whiz next week. Yeah. Isn't everybody so excited for that? That's like the worst choice in the history of choices. It really yeah, is bad. bad. The Whiz weird. stinks. Uh, we've talked about it on this show. It's a horrible show. Um. You know, but if you make fun of it, maybe it sounds like you're making fun of black people. I don't know. It's just a bad show. I think anybody would admit it. It's um, the songs are bad. Uh, besides "Ease On Down," I don't think anybody knows any songs. I think it's really poor choice. Fox a month later doing a live version of Grease. Yeah, I know. Smart move. What? Here's the cast. I did not know that. Here's the cast. That's right. First oh, of all, musical. guy playing Danny Zuko. Guy we like, Aaron Tveit. Who's that? Um, he is uh, like a theater guy. He was in Next to Normal. Greatest oh, my gosh. So like ever. a Broadway guy. Yeah. Oh, oh he was a big Broadway guy. Bad. He was can't also on bad. Gossip Girl. <gasps> Who was he? Do you remember? He, he was like, um, he was dating Blair. No, it's not Blair, is it? Yeah, no, it's Blair. Yeah. Like, Blake Lively. Oh, uh, okay. That's not Blair. No. Yeah. Have a, right. The, Serena. Uh, Serena, right. Um, and he was like running for Congress. Oh, yeah, I yeah, know who that is. Remember? Yeah. I don't I remember like his him. name on the show. I think but he was friends with Chase Crawford. Yeah. Um, he's been in that. He was in, uh, he was nominated for. Uh, yeah, he was good. The one with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hanks. Catch Me If You Can. Catch Me If You Can. That so was a he, good movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was a good movie. And he was in the Broadway play. So he's a Broadway guy. So him doing it, Thank it's going to be great. No, and, no Carrie Underwood. No. Who is so pretty, but Julianne Ho. Oh, Huff. Huff. <laughs> I like calling her Ho. Uh, will be Sandy. But she's so old. Just like Rizzo. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> is she that old? I thought she was in her 20s. But they're supposed to be in high school. Yeah, Aaron Tweed is probably 30. Yeah, he's old. They're, they're, that, they're why doing are they doing because that? Because they're doing it old school. Uh, John Travolta was mad. already 40. He was not 40. <laughs> I don't like that. Rizzo was 51. <laughs> Yeah, but listen, Rizzo. Rizzo's a good cast. Yeah, so Rizzo is being played by Vanessa Hudgens, who we love. Isn't she a lot younger than Juliana? She's only 15. It's not a big deal. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, you got the pink ladies, or Vanessa Hudgens is playing Rizzo. That's odd casting, but I like it because we like her. Yeah, I'm okay with that. She's a musical person. Kiki Palmer, who I really find attractive, is playing Marty. She's in Scream Queens. She's black. uh, Oh, okay. And Carly Rae Jepsen is playing Frenchie. No way. Yes. Oh, wow. I like it. All I right, like yeah, her. That's cute. That's yeah, cute. I, I like that casting. Um, They're definitely way too old. I don't know who Kether Donahue is. Do you? No. She's no. playing Jan. Maybe she's chubby. And Carlos Pena Vega is playing Kanicki. I don't know who that is. I don't know who David that is. Del Rio is playing Putsy. And Mario Lopez is playing Vince Fontaine. So they're all like Puerto Rican or Hispanic? 
like the whole cast pretty much not the girls but no. makes a lot of sense though <laughs> it's kind of funny well who else is in a gang these days <laughs> i mean i don't even know if it takes place in the 50s you have to assume oh, I guess. yeah good point anyway um to. so that's exciting yeah. you know, and that's such a much better plan than what they're doing with the whiz um you know i mean oh, if you completely. don't have michael jackson and mike somehow the whiz the movie the whiz found a way to make michael jackson boring that movie was i tried to watch it it was on a Michael while, Jackson while ago. is one of the so greatest talents. We weren't alive in. <laughs> it was in the seventies, yeah. wasn't it? Well, yes, but we were very. No, young. I was we watching came, it on TV. It was we weren't awful. able to walk out of the movie because we were too young. Right, Our parents true. would have had to come with us. You son. It of was a, very slow. How old do you think we are? Like a hundred. <sighs> that is so rude. You know what? Someday you're gonna be our age, and you're gonna be like, I can't believe I was so rude, to Uncle David. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, <laughs> but. Wait, what was the point of the whiz? Oh, yeah. Michael Jackson is one of the greatest entertainers of our time. He's amazing. And they found a way to somehow not use him properly. It was just a really, really boring movie. And who's using Nipsey Russell? Oh, so... (laughs) I know, good people. It should have been better. Before we get to the grease thing, let me tell you this, and you'll like this. Judy Garland's dress for The Wizard of Oz just went for $1.56 million at an auction on Monday. Wow. Her dress from The Wizard of Oz. Now That's you, crazy. you all like The Wizard of Oz, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Me too. The Cowardly Lion costume went for three point one million. <gasps> oh my! Oh gosh. my gosh! Now I have talked about this for years. I've even done it on television before. Um, you know, you know me. I like talking about the most ridiculous <laughs> things that. Oh yeah. Only if you know the movie backwards and forwards, <laughs> you can know. But now I have proof. This is an interview. On the Judy Garland show with Ray Bolger and Judy Garland talking about Burt Lahr and the costume. You remember, this is a great, the great guy, uh, he was so wonderful and such a, a marvelous performance, Burt Lahr, oh, the cowardly lion. Well, that is the funniest thing to me. Now, Burt, Burt, Burt is a, a really dreamy guy and he's so sincere, you know. Mm-hmm. He's so, he's so, his work means more to him than anything else in the world. He was so home. hot in that lion's house. Oh, the poor guy said it weighed 90 pounds. He said, look at that tin man over there, going to sleep, sound asleep on an island. Wait, I can't sleep at night. So, Burt Lahr, what they're saying is that the costume weighed 90 pounds. Oh my gosh. He was sweating profusely, he hated Ew. the costume. I know, and I couldn't find it. There is another interview with Ray Bolger, and I'll never forget it, where he's because here I think this was in the 60s he's trying to be polite Burt Lahr's still alive so once it got to the 70s and they were just interviewing I think Burt Lahr had already died he goes well let me tell you something about Burt Lahr first of all now he was you can see in this he goes like what a delightful guy he was a fun guy you know like he's trying to say Burt Lahr was a fat lard I mean obviously a very nice guy but he was fat he was disgusting he was sweaty this is what he says on this interview that I saw many years ago and he would come out of that costume, and the cost, it, the smell coming out of that costume oh was the worst thing I've ever... He, and he said, he, I'll never forget, he said, he was a big guy, he was always gassy, you know, like so. Oh. Yeah, so who the hell is buying that costume? <laughs> I'm like, I know it's been washed and everything, but still... Maybe not. Not interested in paying $3.1 million for that gassy, disgusting... Yeah. The kids are playing in it. I have my kids playing in it. Mommy, it smells in here. (laughs) Oh, that's Burt Lahr. He smelled. Oh, he was disgusting. And it's funny that he was like making fun of these. Like, look at the Tin Man. Look at this guy. This guy's doing nothing. (laughs) Nipsey Russell. 
That's the Tidman and the Wiz. Yes. Nipsey Russell. Uh, but, you know, they were all really... It was well cast. I, I just don't know who wrote it. Oh, so this um, this thing that I got this uh, Ray Bulger thing from, it's the Judy Garland special. It's kind of fascinating. She looks really good. She had a television show in the 60s, like a series. So she'd invite all her friends on. And that's the only way you could see people like that back then. You know, they didn't have YouTube or Twitter or anything. Right. And um, he's on, and they're singing. Wizard of Oz songs together just the two of them wow it's fantastic as gay as it sounds I mean, <laughs> it's really great they're like we're off to see the, just the two of them sitting in chairs that's so weird just talking they're like oh do you remember when Bert Lord? it's it's so fascinating I actually you know not today but I wanted to play the entire clip one day except last week I did so much gay stuff <laughs> I, I have to butch it up so I, I wasn't able to do it but Liza's making that face from author author again so, um, which is a movie that me and my sister worship. Love that Where they movie. have a kid where Al Pacino makes his kids go to these things they don't want to do. And he's like, um, now look, if you're not going to be having a good time, you better make like you're having a good time. There's a lot of tuitions to be paid. We are going to be gentlemen tonight. We are going to sit. We are going to have a good time. And so clearly they're just bored. It's a long night. And the kid's sitting there and he goes, he's falling come asleep. on. Yeah, he's falling asleep. And, then, and Al Pacino goes, um, Come on, we're going to leave. And then the kid goes, no, I'm having too much fun. And that's the face uh, Liza makes all the time to me. So, uh, <laughs> But she's adorable. All right, here's the uh, Grease trivia. You ready? All right, I forgot about Ready. This. What extracurricular activity did Sandy join when she first started at Rydell High? Cheerleading. That's right. Why did Sandy become ill during the sleepover at Frenchie's house? Because she got her ears pierced. No, because she drank alcohol. Both. No, it's because she saw the blood. That's correct. Oh. Because she saw blood. Ooh. Well done, Liza. Wow. What you. was the name of the athletic boy? Sorry, I have to say the athletic. What was it? The supporter. Jock, jock, yeah, the athletic supporter. That's, <laughs> right. That's from the movie, right? If yes. you can't be an athlete, then be an athletic supporter. What was the name of the athletic boy that Sandy went out with after Danny blew her off at the pep rally? What was his name? I don't remember. Sam. It was not Sam. <laughs> no, but it is a three-letter word ending with M. I was so close. Tim. No. Tom. Ah! Tom. Tom. Liza. Wow. Crazy. Tom. Yeah, Tom Chisholm. Huh. <laughs> what did Sandy's parents want Danny to come over for? Tea. That's correct. <laughs> um, remember he said um, she invited him over tea, right? I don't like tea. At the I Frosty Palace. <laughs> you don't have to drink tea. I can't do that accent either. You're right. Oh Damn it, but I don't like tea. So you don't have to drink tea. I don't like parents. I don't, I don't, I don't like parents. <laughs> That's horrible, right? Uh, according to Knicky, a hickey from him is like what? I know. So say it. A Hallmark card. When you care enough to send the very best. That's right. <laughs> you pig. Hickey from Knicky. Wait, what's the other? Then it's... Uh, talk is cheap. Take this, you creep. <laughs> I'm actually doing... Um, the woman who does uh, <laughs> Paul Lynn as Rizzo. Alice Ghostly. Alice Ghostly. I'm doing Alice Ghostly, who helps with the uh, Grease Lightning. Right. Parts on this car are so hot. But, know, it but, sounds but, like Paul Lynn. Yes. To me. But did you know? And I've talked about this on the show that she apparently stole her vernacular from Paul Lynn, and Paul Lynn was furious. Wow, that's for funny. years. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense, right? Yes, it does. The fact that they were both on Bewitched together probably made them even matter. Mm-hmm. Who did Danny win the dance off with? You'll never guess this. Cha cha. <sighs> What's her last name? De Gregorio. <laughs> That's right. Where were Sandy and Danny when he asked her to wear his ring? In a car at the drive 
in that's in right. the theater. Yeah. Well, you never been to a drive-in before? I can't <laughs> say I have. All right. So sad. Is it? Yes. You hated drive-ins. No, you hated drive-ins. No, you hated. Oh no, mommy hated drive-ins. Oh, it was mommy. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen anybody get so sick. She, I mean, she's not a good driver, but the car's sitting still, and she'd get sick sitting still. You know, you drive your car and you'd watch the movie, just like in Greece. Right. We did that. Yeah. But a lot. Our mother would get sick in David the car. David had no friends, so for his birthday every year. We went to the drive-in, just the family, because he never had any friends. See, Dory runs in the family. <laughs> <laughs> but it all works out. Wow. It all works out. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, look at David. It all works out. Just because I don't have any guests every week doesn't mean that it <laughs> can't work out. Um, but, yeah, it doesn't. It, it, uh, I, my birthday was in the summer, and everybody went away. It's true. He had friends. They just weren't around. And I didn't really want to hang out with them. I was kind of like you. I was just like, well, I mean, I really prefer not to bring anybody if I don't really care for anybody. I didn't really like my friends either. It's kind of like now. I don't want to date anybody if I really don't care. I don't want to date anybody just to date somebody. It's the same philosophy. My kids would like some first cousins, though. It's kind of sad. Well, I could do that. Right. Who are your first cousins? They don't count. Oh, yeah. Those guys. Okay. All right. What did the teacher, Mrs. Murdoch, say about Kaniki's car when it was all finished being fixed up? It was beautiful. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I just said it before. I don't remember. It's as hot as the parts on it. Other than pride, what were the guys racing for at Thunder Road? Paints. Nice. (laughs) What song did Sandy and Danny sing together at the carnival at the end of the movie? You're the one that I want. That's right. Very good. Very good. Honey. You did good. I have one more trivia thing left if you'd like. Yeah. Are you interested? Yeah. What is it? All right. It's yeah, interesting. It well, like I said, I thought. Oh, you know what I have? I have back to school trivia. Would you be interested in that? I was doing it for Matt, but. I don't know if I could do it. I'll do it for my listeners. Okay. Yeah. Now, you've seen the movie Back to School, right? Yeah. Have but you? I wouldn't know any trivia Wait, what from movie? Him? What happens in it? It's with Roddy Dangerfield. He goes, he's like the dad and he goes back to school to show his son how oh, important. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I won't be able to do it. Except for the... Robert Downey Jr.'s in it. Here's one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. There will be an additional springboard installed for Melon's Die. The Triple Lindy. Is that hard? That's impossible. That's my favorite scene because uh, that just like... like, There will be an additional board installed. (laughs) So we can do that dive, the Triple Lindy. Right. The actor who played Thornton at the beginning of the movie was a regular on what sitcom? The Wonder Years. It was Jason Hervey. Oh. What was the name of Thornton's chain of clothing stores? I'll just breathe Uh, 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 down. My friends listening to this are going crazy right now. (laughs) I want to say big and tall, but that's not it. It's like fat and something. You got it, tall and fat. Tall and fat. (laughs) Hey, you, you, I gotta go to my clothing store. <laughs> Tall and fat. We got stuff for women, too. Uh, that's, I, I, I just, oh no, that's, I'm mixing up the movies because he also um, has easy money where he becomes the regular guy look. Right. And he has a line of clothing and he goes, I just bought two of your short sleeve pajama tops. <laughs> yeah, the regular guy. I want pants. You know, pants that you can really put some pockets in. Another good movie. Jason tells Thornton at the beginning of the movie that he's on the diving team. Why is this a lie? Because he cleans up the... Their, he is the towel boy. He's the towel boy. Correct. What was the name of the college that Jason attended? Well, you'll never get that. Grand Lakes. You know, 
trivia myself, and I think I've told this on the show, but um, years ago, when Robert Downey Jr. and I were friendly, Alan Klein's sister went to the University of Wisconsin, and one day in 1985 or six, when they were filming this, she called Alan and she goes, Robert's here. Should I say hello? He's filming here. And we're like, yeah, go say hello. And um, 20 years later, I always remember that story. Never knew they were filming back to school. Never occurred to me until I found out where they filmed that school, which was the University of Wisconsin, Madison. And I was like, and then I put it together. Oh my God, he was filming That's back to why. school. <laughs> I can't believe I somehow was close to that movie. Yeah. You know, like in a, in a roundabout way. When did Thornton used to... Oh, that doesn't matter. Uh, that doesn't matter. Thornton and Lou... You'll know this one. Thornton and Lou clear out the lines at registration. I know. Because I've used this with Dory. By spreading a rumor that who was about to make an appearance. That's Bruce right. Springsteen. My sister's holding up the sign. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were trying to do that with Dory. I think I mentioned it on the show. Like when she was signing up for classes, I'm like, Should I, right. you want to sit outside and <laughs> see Nicolas Cage is outside? Uh, I can sit there, you know, in the, in the window. Uh, after Thornton questions Barbe's proposal to make tape recorders, I think that's the name Barbie. I don't know. You know, Philip. Oh. Uh, Barbie says the fictional company will make what? Uh, is it widgets? That's right. Oh, what's a widget? <laughs> hey, how about Fantasyland? <laughs> Professor Turgeson opens his class by asking an interpretation of what? I just played it before. Why America pulled troops out of Vietnam? All right, I'll say it. Is those Truman right? was pussy whip to let MacArthur go in there and blow out those commie bastards. Good answer. The actress who plays Jason's girlfriend, Valerie, appeared on which Star Trek series? It's Deep Space Nine. Professor Turner begins her English class by reading a poem by whom? It's James Joyce. Because I remember because she always goes... I think Joyce is pretty hot, too. Because he's like, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, where did Thornton learn to dive? Atlantic City. That's correct. What's, uh, that doesn't matter. Uh, Thornton has a terse phone conversation with what real-life writer? Yeah. Um, uh, and I know it. Yeah, Kurt Vonnegut. Yes. Remember, you got a B or a C. Didn't you get a C? Give a C. Right, right. Vonnegut actually wrote yeah. it. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, for the listeners, what is the name of Jason's arch enemy on the diving team? It's Chaz. <laughs> the most Chaz. perfect blonde James Spader like uh, guy, you know, ever. What band, what band plays at Thornton's party? Uh, Oingo Boingo. That's right. Lou says he has two sons. He put one through college and put the other through what? A wall? That's right. Um, at his oral exam, Philip asked Thornton one question. In how many separate parts? Two. Three. 23? No, 20. 27. Oh. I was going to say that. In, I only have one question. In 27 different parts. And the answer was? Four? four? <laughs> I knew that. Oh, you knew? Yeah. Four? <laughs> That's my favorite. Four? Um... And what is the name of the very difficult dive that Thornton does in the film? Triple Indy. Right. Okay. <laughs> very well. Very good. Well, at least she oh. got it from what we just played. No, I would have uh, known it anyway. Really? Yeah, that's the only right. thing I remembered about the movie. All right. We're running out of time because we had dinner reservations. But let's uh, do two more things. Here's the tr trivia. You see, I'm going to name some Pixar characters. Ooh. Don't you want to talk football? Yeah. With the girls? Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, football. I do this. I can't do it again. <laughs> 
I'm going to name Pixar characters. You tell me what movies they're in. Okay. Buzz Lightyear. Toy Story. Mr. Potato Head. Toy Story. Rex. Toy Story. All right, very good. Heimlich. It's a little before your time. It's a bug's life. Oh. Sully. Monsters, Inc. Excellent. You'll never get this one. Do it. I think you know what I'm going to say. Find Nemo. Nemo. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I don't even have to say it. It's, it's Dory. Uh, Bruce. Finding Nemo. Nice. Edna Mode. The Incredibles. Right. Frozone. The Incredibles. Matter. Cars. Wait, right. I wouldn't have known oh, that. Oh, I would not have known that. that. I don't know why. Remy? Oh, Ratatouille. <laughs> this is great, right? <laughs> You'll never get this one. Wally. Wally. <laughs> oh, you got that. Okay. <laughs> Carl Fredrickson. Up. Up. Nice. Yeah. Doug. Up. Last one. Bing bong. Inside out. Right. Oh. Well done, ladies. Oh. Well done. Can you sing done. the song, Dory? What song? The bing bong song. I don't know it. You know, I didn't Billy care knows for it. that character very much. Okay. Um, now, I have like your... the end with the cats. Dory and Liza are both in the football pool. Um, I have I your sheets from last week. I'm in right now. Yeah, we're, both, we're all doing bad. Yeah. Dory got, went six and eight last week, losing your key pick with the Rams. Oh. Why? Who knows? I went seven and seven. I got my key pick with the Cowboys. And Liza went... Seven, six, and eight also, but got her key pick with Jacksonville. How'd Billy do? Um, Billy sucks. Matt went nine and five, by the way. Yeah, he did good. Billy went seven and seven as well. Um, he lost his key pick. He picked New England. He always picked New England. He always picked New England. Which is smart. So, let's see what we like this week, um, since we've already made our picks. Did you guys make your picks? Yeah. No. What? Liza. Liza. You know, it closes on Thursday. I close it on Thursday this time of the year because it's old school. From those of you who remember playing football pools went before the internet when you had to fax it in on Wednesday night. And it was because every all season, well, you fax it in Friday night. You got to fax it in Friday night. And then, but except for Thanksgiving, you had to fax it in Wednesday night. So I always close the pool so you can't make any changes. I just like once a year we do it old school. All right. Um,. Thanksgiving Day, Eagles Lions. Pick Eagles. Eagles. You, really? Why? I don't even. Wait, the Lions know. are what town? I don't even. Detroit. Know. Detroit, Philadelphia. Would you prefer if I did it that way? Yeah. Detroit, I just, Philadelphia. I just you pick the Eagles. That's Philadelphia. Um, Detroit or Philadelphia. They're playing in Detroit. Does it matter to you where they play? No. When you pick. Irrelevant. That's why they're doing so well. I only look yeah. at the spread. So just pick them. It's even. No. Oh. Oh. It is. Um. Then. I would. I would pick Philadelphia, I think. Okay. That's a good pick. I don't like Philadelphia because they have a quarterback I don't care for. Uh, now, here's a really tough one. This is a great game. The Cowboys, now with Tony Romo back. You know that, right? Sure. And the Panthers, who are completely undefeated. Yeah, I picked the Panthers. I would pick the Panthers. Because the Cowboys keep losing. Not yeah, anymore. Now he's now back. they got their quarterback back. He's back. And here's the late night game on Thursday, the Bears and the Packers. Packers. Even though it's like a nine-point spread. I don't even remember. I think I picked the Bears. They have to win by nine points? Yeah. Because the Packers keep losing. I'd still pick the well, they won. Now they well, won. They've won. won, first, they've won yeah, they won last week. Yeah. But they were losing for a while. Mm-hmm. And the Bears kind of stink. Um, Saints-Texans. I don't even remember. We can move on from that. That's a stupid <laughs> game. How about the Vikings-Falcons? The Falcons are favored by two. 
The Falcons just keep losing and losing. Vikings. What uh, town? Oh, Minnesota, Atlanta. Sorry. I'd pick Minnesota. A Viking Good. would slay a I like that. Nice. Although, you haven't been doing that well this year, so normally I would go with those picks. If yeah. I, <laughs> What's going on with the pendulum? Oh, I get rid of that. I, I had her bury it in the backyard. Oh. Irene. Sweetie, my pendulum picks are amazing. Um, they okay. were for a while. Yeah. Yeah, until I called the post, and I'm like, I'm telling you, I got this pendulum. It never loses. And then it lost. This was going to make my podcast big. Big, I tell you. All right, Cincinnati against St. Louis. Cincinnati just lost two in a row after being undefeated. They're favored by nine points. Wow. Who was the other team? St. Louis. Rams. I would probably still pick Cincinnati. Yeah. Nice. Um. The Colts and the Bucks. Let's go. How about the Giants Redskins? Giants are favored by two and a half. Giant. Everybody on this show knows that I picked the Redskins at home because they play very well Giant. at home, and I've been right every time. I'm going to take the Redskins. Giant. The Raiders and the Titans, nobody cares. Bills, the, Bills and the Chiefs. Chiefs are favored by about five. That's Kansas City against Buffalo. Buffalo just lost to New England last week. I say the Bills. I say Kansas City. I do, too. Oops. Kansas City's playing really good. Yeah, they I know. Made a, <laughs> How about the Jets and the Dolphins? The Jets, not are, the Jets. There you go. <laughs> you got. How can you pick the? Now I got a problem. I feel bad not picking the Jets. Meanwhile, you never take the Jets with points. You know they they never cover. So smart. Yeah. You're doing that too. You're Jets picking the suck. Dolphins. There's no reason. Well, you're right. <laughs> you know, there's just no. Re- you're paying for dinner <laughs> with your babysitting money. Uh, I don't care about that one. How about the Cardinals of Arizona? Against the San Francisco 49ers. The Cardinals are favored by 10.5 points. Wow. That's too much. But they're great. And the 49ers stink. Cardinals, Cardinals, Cardinals. They're going to win. They're going to win. Yeah. Actually, Cardinals. You changed your mind? Yeah, I changed my mind. All right. I'm pretty sure I picked them at first anyway. Uh, how about the Seahawks, the defending NFC champs against the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think without their quarterback? The other person that doesn't have their quarterback. I mean, that has their quarterback. The Seahawks. <laughs> Liza's full of information. All right, now here's a big one. Here's a big okay. one. Sunday night, Broncos-Patriots. Now, this should have been a huge game. Denver-New England. You're talking about Peyton Manning against Tom Brady. However, Peyton Manning is now officially out. Yeah. Wait, why? He's injured and he's old. Oh. Um, mostly he has that planners thing that I had on my foot. Do you remember uh, years ago? Yeah. It's very painful. I had it. Remember they told me I had to stop playing tennis, but I could still run cross country. And I was like, damn I it. I don't remember. Is How he, can you wait, not remember? Is, I had to go he, all the way to Perth Amboy to get it fixed. Is he coming back next year? Or is he like. Uh, he might be coming back this season. Nobody knows. Oh, See, the oh. thing is, if this guy beats the undefeated Patriots this week, a backup quarterback, I don't. I mean, even He's though out. Peyton Manning's a legend. Right. I mean, no. You, ugh, it's like one of those tough decisions. What do you do? You tell this icon again, like just like they did in Indianapolis. Right. You're done. Or you know, where do you bring him back and let him? You know, it's well, really tough. But guess we'll see what happens. That makes the game exciting. I can't imagine the Patriots will lose. Yeah, but you have the guy from the chicken parm commercials. From chicken parm, you taste so good. <laughs> that was me. a good imitation. Well, me and Dory, that's our favorite song. We were doing it all Friday. Like you can't help yourself once you do it. And, but what are we having tonight? Chicken parm, you taste so good. And that doesn't matter. That's it. I'm very hungry. Yeah. I get it. How come every guest I have by the end, they're always like, are we leaving? Jessica Pye is the same thing. She just was making motions with her stuff. I'm like, I get it. You're hungry. We're going to eat right after this. Will you relax? 
I know, we got to go. We got reservations. Fine. I hope you can explain this to my audience when they're very upset they got half a show today. Weren't we here a whole hour? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's a hard knock life for us. You'll stay here till this place shines. Well, that's how we're going to end the show tonight. I thought you would like it. I mean, if you could be here, audience members, and see the way my nieces look at me when I start playing the Annie theme, I mean, that alone is priceless. This is the Black Annie. Flanny. Flanny. <laughs> Did you see it? No. It's unwatchable. Except for this scene. All the kids I babysit for like it, though. Who wouldn't? I like all the music from it. It just didn't. I've seen some of the movie. It's horrid. Well, they should have called it something else. Yeah, Black Annie. <laughs> they should have just gone for it. Like Blackula. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's our show for today. Listen, everybody. I just want to say have a great Thanksgiving. It's a great holiday week, and it's going to be. See, you know what? You know she's singing. She's mouthing the words. And what did I do at uh, Grammys on Saturday? I was <laughs> doing lines from Annie. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to flatten you like a pancake. And uh, once again, just... Su- Wait, was that her part? Yeah. Oh, you played Molly? No. Oh, oh you said I'm going to flatten you like a pancake? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite line. Why is that? I don't know. Because Liza said it. Right. Oh, that's probably why. No, that's not why. Anyway, uh... <laughs> Anyway, folks, thanks so much for everything. Uh, I hope everybody has a great holiday weekend. It's going to be a great Thanksgiving. Uh, we, uh, remember, David tells me Caroline's all this week. I'll probably stop by a couple of times. We're going to go with the great Jeff Ross. We're going to Quality Italian. And uh, just have a wonderful weekend, everybody. I will see you next week when we have more to discuss and more fun things to talk about. Have a good football Thanksgiving and a good weekend. We'll see you next time on the Dave Just Got Podcast. Story, say goodbye. Bye.